We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash hack it out. Just go to Indeed.com slash hack it out right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash hack it out. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Hack It Out Golf Podcast. Myself, Mark Crossfield, Lou Stagner, and Scott Fawcett, as always. We're talking what tee should you play off? You want to go out there and have the most fun or even challenge yourself a bit more because you, you could look at it both ways, I guess. What golf tee should you be playing off? So length of golf course. Lou and Scott, welcome. Lou, you've been causing ructions on the old Twitter sphere once again. And I know that you don't do it intentionally, but you have stirred up a little nest of hornets. Is that fair in saying? You've been asking people to forget certain teas, women, seniors and men's or whatever you called it in a tweet. Was it? Was that what was going on? Yeah, Tell me what yeah. you had a couple of tweets on it. Can you remember what they were? Have you got them in front of you? Um, I do have them in front of me. So and I've, I've put this out before, but um, let's start with what teas you should be playing from. So the USGA, they started the Tee at Forward campaign 10 years ago. Distance is have, a problem for everybody. Just It is a problem for everyone. And they have guidelines <laughs> on how far you should be playing the golf course from, depending on how far you hit it. Um, and they say if you average 275 with your driver, you should be playing a golf course that is at least 6,700 yards. Um, and nearly half of the golf courses, I'll say regulation golf courses in the United States are 6,700 yards or more, but less than 1% of golfers average 275 or more off the tee. And I just asked the question, almost half the golf courses in the USA are long enough for the longest 1%, yet we need more long golf courses? You know, Why? And it was um, a lot of responses and uh, a lot of engagement on that one. So do you want to start with that engagement. one? Engagement. <laughs> Can you define engagement? <laughs> you just take an online social engagement. media course. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, my, my you, just threw, you just threw that Listen. bomb at me then. That hot potato, you just you just cooked it up, took it out of the oven with your oven gloves on and then threw it to me with no gloves on. Well, Come on, Mark. I mean, the, the, PG, the PGA Tour has not defined who is eligible for the pip so i'm looking at my meltwater mentions right now this i might stack up somehow i, I might get a 20 dollars check at the end of the season <laughs> maybe i need to i wouldn't i wouldn't uh partition away for here <laughs> you just, sorry i was trying to make a comment there and lou just knocked his microphone over threw me all off <laughs> 
Just, yeah. I'll stop. I'm, I'm getting all worked up here. I knocked the mic out. So we, we got to leave that in. We can't edit this part. No, we'll keep it you're, back, you're back with us, Lou. Are you back with us? Animated. All right, so, so do you want to do you want to talk about that one first? What the, the fact that only one percent hit it two seven five yet? Well, how many percent of the golf courses did you say? Just fifty percent of the golf courses are sixty seven hundred yards or longer. Yeah. Um, well, so, so how does that? But hang on, I thought environmental issues was that was often stated in golf that we got to protect. I'm confused now. We've got loads of, I'm, I'm, we've basically got loads of two long golf courses, yet we need to build more tees to save the game because the ball goes too far. I'm just, oh, what? I might go, go and put some road, long though. socks on. That's all out. Yeah, that's all you need. Shorts and knee-high socks. I've seen pictures of that and it's ridiculous, by the way. It looks ridiculous. And I don't care what you uh, at Royal St. George's, um, if you wear shorts, um, you have to wear knee-high socks. It's part of the dress. That's code. the mem- Scott thinks we're joking. No, we, we are not joking. Yeah, that's legit. Yeah, that yeah. is and Mickelson, Mickelson was out there in shorts with uh, with footies on. I couldn't believe it was cold. The guy standing behind him literally has on a windbreaker and a toboggan and fills out there in shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's great. So, I mean, you've got the 275 benchmark. I've got 275 yards here. If you did 275 yards, it's 6,700 to 6,9 is the guidelines I've seen. Yeah, so that's the gate. Let's take 200 yards, which is a far more accessible length of drive. If you drive the ball 200 yards, you should be playing a 5,200 to 5,400 yard golf course. Now, in the UK, because this is quite a different discussion, I think, from America to the UK. So my experience playing in America is obviously you've got a lot more room than we have on our tiny little patch of land compared to your huge expanse. Um, our courses are generally much older. You know, we've got a lot of golf courses over 100 years old where they were being built at 6,200 yards. It would have been a long course back in the day. Um, lots of 5,400, 5,600, 5,800 yard courses. Um, I don't think you've probably got any 5,200 yard golf courses in America. I mean, you obviously have some, but you can't have many, can you? I know there's a fair number of golf courses with tees that short. Yeah, absolutely. No question about it. The, the club that I was on, just at. Hang on. Tees that short instantly. Even that statement in itself could be classed as slightly like a put down, doesn't it? As in, what well, I know you didn't, I know you don't mean it like that, but like, how many tees forward am I going to get to 5,200 yards? So, in England or you, in the yeah, UK, we have generally the, three sets of tees. Yeah. That's a general rule three sets of tees. We have a white, a yellow, and a red set of tees. Some courses will have a black at the backs, but they're already the championships. How many sets of tees am I going forwards to get to five, four, say? Uh, you're probably near the very front tees okay. on a golf course. And, but- and I, I actually have the, the data and I could, I could probably... Um, I could probably pull it up relatively quickly. Okay, well, um, as you look at that, I mean, a question to you, Scott, out of the golfers you've experienced and know, how many people would happily go to the very front tees to play golf on a golf course, paying a decent amount of money for a green fee? I can't imagine there'd be many, can there? None, no. I mean, again, it really is just interesting, just in going through the comments in Lou's tweets, just how averse people are to this. It's really bizarre. Like this one guy says, Always amazes me that with 46 inch long, light shafted, rebounding, hot face drivers, multi-layer hot ball that men play 
they're told to play tees that are far shorter than the tees their dads played 40 years ago. Like, what What are you uh, – I mean, if you hit the ball 200 yards, you hit the ball 200 yards. If you don't have the tee and you don't have the driver, then you probably hit the ball about 170 yards. I mean, it just like – Was it your oh. metric, Lou, that you take the distance you hit the driver and multiply it by something and that's how long of a course you should play? I feel like I've seen that metric. No, no. Hmm. Yeah, that's – um. Yeah, there's a guy by the name of, yeah, Keith Cook. He posts that often. I'm not sure what his source was, where he got that from. So I've done the math on it, he, though, and I'm like, that seems pretty reasonable to me. I mean, it's reasonable, but it's on the longer end for yeah, sure. But people, like that's like on the extreme end. If you if you hit your five iron 200 yards, you'd play a 7200 yard golf course. Is that what it that's is? A, is 30. Yeah, I mean, that, it's on the very long end of what you should be playing. It's a, it's reasonable as a as a quick back of the napkin. Um, but it's it's certainly not perfect. Scott, uh, Lou, did you say, sorry, if you hit your five iron X distance, did you say? 36 times your five iron. Yeah, yeah so- 36 times 200, 7,200 yards, but that's that's probably way, way, way too long considering the average course on the PGA Tour is shorter than I that. think a yeah. big problem with yeah. this also is simply <laughs> the fact that it's just, it's like diet advice. It's not one size fits all. 7,000 yards in Dallas is not 7,000 yards in Sandwich 7, 000, or 7,000 yards in San Francisco or in Colorado. Like it's, it's very difficult to come down to a, here's what you should be playing. But I, again, like I, I'm certainly the best player at my old home course. And I was always the first guy that was like, Hey, it's kind of sketchy today. Let's go play the blue tees. And it just, again, this gets back to so many people, on social media that complain about everything and you know, the game's too easy. I'm like, aren't you a two, which is a great player. I mean, don't get me wrong, but like it, the game's not too easy. If you're a two, the game's certainly not too easy. If you're a 10, well, it, it's two shots, not too easy by definition. <laughs> like, isn't it? Literally by definition, <laughs> like, you're not like crushing the, it here. <laughs> it's like, like don't, the clues in the handicap, isn't it? That's like saying tennis is too easy and then not winning a major or winning ATP, like or not going and beating Federer or Nadal or Djokovic. Like too easy, it. is it? Because it's you you've got two free goes if you're off two. They understand that they've got two free whiffs in it. They could literally like swing and not go anywhere and like it's a free go. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I just, I, I, I don't, I really don't understand. Again, this just gets back to a broader conversation on our general human population. I just, I don't understand why everyone, there's just way too many people that everything that comes out of their mouth is just negative. And it's like constantly looking to complain about something. And this is like, the game's not too easy. The, the game yeah. is just not too easy. Move up. It's more fun. I, I again, 
I don't know. Well, people a... have got well, people have got handicaps, haven't they? I mean, the golf handicap is blatantly there because the game would not exist if if golf existed like tennis. So there is a really rubbish handicap system in tennis, you know, where someone can start X amount up against another player. But it, it's that those games don't go on for very long because the other player just realizes that the points they're not going to win a point. This isn't fun, yeah. Because they're not going to win a point as soon yeah. as you hit any serve which is in play, that power that comes back, stroke placement is just too much for them. Um, so, yeah, if, if golf was played like that, let's just remove handicap straight away tomorrow. Like, I think people would very quickly start saying that it's not too easy. Um, let's just give some benchmarks for the listeners. Um, so we've, we've dabbled in a few there. So 150-yard drives, The this is these are guidelines because I agree with Scott, you know. And, tell, and, and it's important that people know that these guidelines are from the USGA T at Forward campaign. There you go. Which was launched in 2011. There you go. Thanks, Lou. So 150 yards, and again, guidelines because Lou did make uh, – sorry, Scott made a good point as well as Lou there on if you play Sandwich, if you play Royal St. George's to where he is in Dallas, which I want to try and pick back up on uh, as we go as well 150 yards 3,500 yards to 3,700 yards if you drive the ball 150 200 yards like we've stated 5,200 yards to 5,400 yards 250 yard drives you should be playing 6,200 yards to 6,400 yard length courses 275 yard drives 6,700 yards to 6,900 yards 6,900 yards and if you drive the ball 300 yards, you should be around 7,150 to 7,400. I know I've jumped in 50s, 50s, 25s there at the end. Um, so, I mean, they're guidelines. And when I look at those guidelines, they, they, they make sense to me. That's where I would start with students. And then I would say to them, go and show me that's too hard or go and show me that's too easy. And then we can, we, we can move them around. I think they're very fair benchmarks to, to start it all from. Lou, I know you've really looked at this subject. Would you say they're quite fair, aren't they? Yeah, I think they're completely fair. And um, I, I, I don't understand why there's so much pushback on, on this concept and why people continue to want to play a golf course that is far too long for not only how far they hit the ball, but their skill level. Yeah. Like I've played with some 15 handicaps that can make decent contact and get it out there 275 plus uh, I would never have a 15 handicap be playing from you know 6800 yards that just seems like a not a good idea um, they're going to have so much more fun playing up a set of tees which potentially might allow them to hit something shorter than a driver that they can keep on the planet which in turn will allow them to you know score better and have more fun um, I just don't understand this this desire to play a golf course as long as it, it, you possibly can play it. I mean, I guess the only thing is we all know that if you really want to get your money's worth, you got to play from the tips. Yeah, I mean that's the only way. You got to see the whole golf course. Well, this is the only way you're going to get your money. If you pay good money, you better see the entire golf course. <laughs> so Lou's being sarcastic there, but in the defense of that, so I've been to Ross Bridge in Alabama. I think it is in Alabama and it's 8,400 yards. We went and filmed there yeah. and we played from the backs. The guy I filmed with Matt was like, let's not play from the backs. That's just stupid. No, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah, you can't go to Ross bridge, which is 8,400 yards, possibly the longest course in the world or in America, whatever it was boasting. 
and not play from the backs. I mean, we did play from the backs because obviously we're producing fun content on that situation. So it added to the fun. I mean, there were some carries that I had to hit it pretty good to reach the fairway over ravines. Uh, like it was Mark Crossfield and his film crew ruined golf. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Haven't we all said that before? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and so I do think there's some, there's an element of well going and playing a stadium course where pros have hit from some certainty some memorable shots and you might want that experience but i don't know why whole, you'd want that experience it dri- that drives me bananas because if, like, would I'm you nowhere... not want to would you not want to you used to like ice hockey did you not i, I sure so I would do. you not want to i don't know ice hockey very well as so i'm about to prove with this analogy but <laughs> would you not want to be in goal and take a shot from one of the best shots in ice hockey would you not want to experience the, the speed that they play it's at? not the same just, thing not I for don't your need... whole game not for your whole game got, just for no, like i get so i did some filming with some tennis pros okay sandy so murray's brother and another young guy called jack who played Djokovic in the first round at wimbledon this year really good player jack had a massive serve Everyone wanted to try and return his serve. They just wanted to go. They just wanted to know what a 130 mile an hour serve felt like that they've watched for years at Wimbledon and other events. They just wanted to know if they could return it. They wanted that experience. And I would relate that to wanting to go back to AT where Tiger hit a shot and it was amazing. And they just want to stand on that tee and hit that shot, knowing they can't pull it off. Just, I've paid 300 quid to play this course. Just let me look at that tee and hit a shot. I won't play every tee for me because I won't get around. I get that to a certain extent. Come on, guys. You can't. You that's can't what I know. That's what that. I was, that's, that's what I was going to say. I get that at Augusta or Pebble Beach or where you've seen tour players play. From. Yeah, I, I, I get what that I mean. argument there. But at a random course in Alabama, yeah, no, no, absolutely, yeah, totally, no it. point. No, it, totally it's the stadium. It. Yeah. If I've gone and it's not, I've paid my six hundred and stayed at Pebble Beach, so I'm going to see the whole course. It's, I just want to see what I would shoot from the same tees these guys shoot. I get that, but yeah. on a daily basis, I don't get that. I mean, okay, hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, now go play the right tees if you join Pebble Beach, if that's even possible. Don't do that every day. You, you did it once when you when you paid your money. I don't, I don't get it on a, on a daily basis. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I, I don't get it either because that's not a two-way street. Has Tiger ever stood on a tee box and said, you know what? I wonder what it would be like to hit this drive with the face nine degrees open. <laughs> I don't think he's ever said that. But he's done it. Right? So he's never said that. So he's not trying to put himself in my shoes. I'm not going to try to put myself <laughs> in his shoes. His <laughs> uh, I'm just going to move. I'm just going to I like that, Luke. So I'm just going to move it on then because you also posted another tweet, which I think was really intriguing. And it led to some bigger conversations, which I'm not sure if you saw, Lou, or not, because I know you've been traveling in a way and what have you. But you talked about, you, I think you tweeted something like, let's get rid of. Is it men's, seniors, and women's Yeah, I'll, I'll read it yeah. to you. I just yeah. said there's no such thing as women's tees or senior tees. Please stop calling them that. Thank you. Yeah, thank that's you. All I, that's all I, I was polite. <laughs> thank, thank you. I love the thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm just going to put this little bomb inside this little yeah. hornet's nest. Yeah. Hit the button. There you go. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I should. Off. Bang. Uh, I, I should retweet that and just say my driver sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it led to some really interesting discussion this, and even I learned from it, and I think you learned from it as well, Luke, as Michael Carroll, Fit for Golf, pointed out, and I've had this conversation a bit with him before, that um, women's handicaps, even though in the UK, and I don't know what if, if it was new for you guys or not, we adopted the world handicap system, which is new for us. Right. It, was yeah. it? Did it change for you at the same time? Was it a world? I didn't really follow it. Yeah, I, I think there was like maybe a delay by a year or something. But yeah, we're I think we're all under the same system, system quote unquote. Yeah. But that's a world handicap system that makes women and men not actually play from the same system and this beyond shocked me it, it, did it shock you lou because we well i mean they have a different way to yeah yeah it's it's different, it's different so if a, a woman if a woman and a man played from the same set of tees um and they had the same exact scores um the woman would have a much lower index Sub much lower that's index. subject to the pars of each hole so the the actual point was is that the pars from the same tees for women and men aren't the same so obviously there might be some occasions and i don't know if this would play out or not where you do have whatever tees people are trying to call women's tees and the men go and play off those tees and the pars are actually the same you don't get a four for a man and a five for a woman or whatever. I'm not saying that exists. Does that make sense what I'm saying, Lou? So you might get a situation where the pars just do a line and then they would, the woman player wouldn't be better, would she? It's only that the, it, what happens is that if it's a 400 next yard par four and the man plays from X that T and the woman plays from the same T, it's a par five for the woman and it's a par four for the man. Yes, sometimes so, it's like that. So that's, yeah. what then the makes, time, but sometimes. that's what then makes the woman have a lower score because they're working it out against a different par, then in turn a different slope. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Their their courses they there's a every tee box will have a rating for a male and a female. Um, every tee box is a male and female rating. So if a female plays the same exact tees as the men, um, there's a rating from those tees which will be different than what what it'll be for the man. So I looked at a golf course and I was having a conversation with someone. It was a typical par seventy two, and um, the rating. Uh, I, I'll come back to that, but if. And the woman that I was speaking with was a really, really good player. And if her and a man played this golf course from the same tees and they always shot 80 every single time, the way that it worked out is her index would have been 1.9 and his index would have been 6.8. Wow. So they had different indexes. But that sounds a little off, but when you calculate course handicap, which is where I think some people get confused on this index turns into course handicap and they would end up with the same course handicap, just a different index. That's interesting. Cause that's I just, how it up, works. I just pulled yeah. up my old home course and it's a good hard course. It's a par 71, 7,100 yards. The men's rating from the white tees is 70.4 and the women's from the white tees is 76.4 
Correct. That's interesting. I don't think, and they don't have it for the blues or the blacks. Right. Um, I think that's so as in so that, sorry sorry Scott just to because I don't understand what you're saying there so the blues and the blacks are further back is that what you're blues saying blues and the blacks blacks are the back tee box blues are the next yeah, then whites sorry. and reds so and so they don't they don't rate the course for the other genders for each gender as they once they go past that first set of tees is that what you're saying exactly they uh, I well they probably do um, you just don't have them on the score yeah I mean I'm I'm on Blue Golf's website here yep. so I mean right. okay. yeah. I'm just and I tried to click actual scorecard I just went to mine because yeah. I wanted to okay. see I didn't I never knew that and it's so interesting because this is where I do you know you tiptoe around trying to feel sexist or whatever but like. I, I am a big subscriber to the the original golf theory of par is irrelevant. Like, and and that's one thing that I even tell people in my stats portal because strokes gain driving gets a little wonky when you're using benchmarks, baselines, and then every course is just different. And so I tell people is I'm like you just need to be looking for a trend in your own. I do think it's interesting because, I mean, six shots is a big difference. And I mean, and what man are we talking about? And what woman are we talking about for it to be that different? I, so I play but, with my... But, but don't get confused there. That what's different is um, if you ended up with my fictional example of both players playing the same tees and both shooting 80 every single time they tee it up and the index was way off. Um, the woman had a 1.9 index and the man had a 6.8. When you use that and you calculated the course handicap, they both would be eight handicaps. They both would have the same exact. So it wasn't like the, the, the woman was going to play the same set of tees, shoot the same exact score as the man and then have to give up strokes. That's, to the what, man. that's what I'm looking would, at. Yeah. Yeah, they would have played it. They would have played it dead even from a course handicap perspective. Is how it works. Yeah, that's interesting because I'm like, but still, like, I'm confused. I, I, I still so don't lose. Go on. Sorry, I didn't. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. Well, I'm confused. So, basically, it's not the same system, is it? There is a different system for if you are one sex or another sex. Is it not? Um, they rate them differently, and I am by no means an expert on this. Um, they they have a male rating and a female rating from each tee box, which I guess is um, produced and- via um, stats and uh, data from general play from different genders. Yeah, playing. I think they they look at it based on typical distances for scratch players and bogey golfers. And they look at where hazards are, where things are, how long the course is. That's what's uh, and then I think they take data from a certain number of rounds. Um, and then they, they look at actual performance of players on the course and they use that to come up with uh, slope and ratings. I've never gone through the process. I've never been a part of a team that does that. So my, my level of knowledge is, you know, is about a foot deep at the most. Yeah, certainly. So, then, I mean, could it not work? I mean, I, I, am I sounding crazy here? Why, why, why could you not just have the same system for both genders? Um, I well, think why you could. could you not? Yeah, well, I, I think I'm you trying could. to figure the reasons why you can't. Yeah, one of the things I heard that uh, I never thought of because I don't run tournaments was somebody commented um, that they run tournaments and it starts to get really challenging for a gender mixed tournament when um, it's a par five for, uh, for one person yeah. and a par for It was for a lady other. pro and, and I, who, it was a I, woman I pro. I didn't put basically. a lot of, yeah, I didn't put a lot of thought into that, but 
you know, on the surface, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that definitely seems like it would be an issue. Um, I, I don't know why it's different. Um, I haven't put a whole lot of mental effort into it. Um, I just, it drives me nuts when they call it ladies tees or senior tees, because to me, there's so many players that are not moving up to those tee boxes because they're quote unquote, the ladies tees or the senior tees. And there's this, there's this, this horrible overtone in golf where I'm a man and I can't go, you know, beyond the white tees. I got to play the men's tees. I can't play the ladies tees. And that is such backwards thinking in my opinion, because there's so many players that I've played with that can't hit the ball more than 190 yards off the tee, or they're 25 handicaps and they're playing a golf course at 6,400 yards. And I'm like, what are you doing? You should be, you should be up at the, the, the shortest set of tee boxes they have on this golf course. And I've said that to people and I've had people just directly say, no way I will ever play the ladies tees. Yeah, yeah, like, I hear not you. Ladies tees. But I mean, surely the confusion on. starts from the core upwards, does it not? I mean, you've got a different system for men and women. So you've got a gender-based system for the same length course. No wonder certain genders don't want to play from other genders tees. And they, I know they shouldn't be called that, but they're being called that by the actual governing bodies because they're being called they're, there's gender pass there's gender pass I, I can't get my head around it if surely it just says that one group of handicaps is wrong <laughs> like one, yeah, one group I mean, of I handicaps is just not high enough or low enough full stop in my opinion, I, I think they missed an opportunity to standardize the handicap system completely it doesn't, and, and, and do it regardless of gender. And if you're playing from, if your skill level and the distance you hit the ball, um, those two factors need to be accounted for. If you're playing from tee boxes that are 6,300, whether you're a male or a female, I think the calculation should be the same. The same also goes if you're playing from tee boxes that are 4,800, whether you're a male or a female, um, I, I, in my opinion, um, it should, should be the calculation should all be the same. Everybody should have the, you know, the same index. And, and I just I don't understand why they, why they do it differently. So I play uh, golf with my family at the weekend. Sometimes my dad plays off. He flickers between, well, he's nearly been nine and up to 13 is where he's been my entire life. My mum plays around 19 handicap um, and my daughter plays off a 28, 34 or 28. I think she came down to 28 in the new system that she literally doesn't give her two oats about. But anyway, because um, she, she doesn't, she's just so confused by golf. Like apart from my minute, she just can't get her head around the craziness of sexism in golf as a young woman um my dad drives the ball 190 to 210 my mum drives the ball 150 and Fanula, my daughter drives the ball 170 to 230 uh like she she doesn't play off the red tees which are known as the women's tees in the uk so on some tees she does because there's a couple of carries that she just struggles to make the same way my dad struggles to make them, um, but he won't go forwards. Um, and there are some tees where there's no point in her walking forwards because it just wastes time. It holds us all up and she can reach the O if she plays from the white tees, which is known as the back tees in the UK. Um, 
it's just beyond confusing to me when I play with those three people. So the generations of the Crossfields, if you like, it, it just it highlights how ridiculous the system that we invest in is. It, 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 it's preposterous that Mum and Fanula have different paths, yet Fanula can go off the same tees as my dad and knock it 10 yards past him. And he's playing a four and she's playing a five if she went off a forward tee, then she's going off. It, 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 honestly, it, it, it blows my socks off. It's it, one it's, of the... Is it not casual sexism? I mean, that's a big one, but is it not just what we see in golf constantly? It just seems like such casual genderization of something that's not got anything to do with gender. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I don't know if it's sexism. I mean, it obviously it's just sexism, but it's not... <laughs> <laughs> It's not sexism. Thanks for listening. See you next week. (laughs) Obviously, it's sexism. I mean, but it's just one of those things. Like many things, we just need to change it, and it's it'll over twenty. Only just changed though, Scott. It's just changed to this system. This is the new. It's going to take twenty years for the for the for the. the, I shouldn't try to use big words for the vernacular to change. It's just. It's like so many problems in our world, in society, racism, sexism, whatever. It's, it's, it's as good now as it's ever been. And this is where, you know, three white dudes sitting there having a podcast about it can get ourselves in trouble. But it's, this is, as, you know, this is as good as it's been. And I agree, it totally sucks still. And it's got to get better. But it's just going to take a long time. And unfortunately, like, we just got to stop calling them the women's tees because far more men need to be playing them than there are but and this is the reason i said i don't know if it's sexism because sexism to me is like we're holding a female back from something no we're actually pointing a finger at how stupid men are more than so if anything it's like sexism against men like y'all are idiots for not playing a shorter golf course well there Uh, was actually uh mike carroll shared a email with us i don't know if you saw it lou did you see the mike carroll wrote to the usga saying i'm a bit confused um, why a women's why is the women's system different to men's? I'm, am I getting it wrong? I've been told by a couple of good women players that the that it is a different system. The pars are adjusted, so on. Did you see his response with that email, Lou, or not? Uh, I did see that. I don't yeah. want to quote it because I haven't got it in front of me. Yeah. But basically, it was along the lines of we asked them, and by them they obviously meant the governing bodies of the women's game at that time, or all I presume whoever was representing the women's game in those meetings and they declined to want it to change. Uh, but that, that to me didn't, wasn't an answer. Um, that there, there would be certain elements of our history where portions of people would say that they wouldn't have wanted certain things to change. That didn't mean they didn't need to change, you know, like there's history, throughout America of certain things maybe where big groups of people didn't want things to change, but I'm very happy they did. And certainly there is in the UK and every, every country. Um, 
I, I, I just didn't see that as an answer. I just thought it just sounded really strange because sexism can surely be, a woman can be sexist towards a woman and a man can be sexist towards a woman and a man. Like it, 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 it doesn't matter if you're a woman saying that you want the part to be different or a man that you want the part to be different, surely, is it? It's just like, I mean, it, what's so funny is that you've got a young woman like my daughter who just literally, like just is repulsed by golf, apart from the fact that she gets to play some games with me and we have fun together as a family. But apart from that, I mean, she'll fall out of it as quick as anything because she just thinks it's ridiculous. How old is she? Um, she's just turned 16 and has been playing probably since she was 14, but we don't play much. We, you know, we won't play if it rains. Uh, it's, I love the Did time. You have to point that out? Like, duh. No, but as in like, she's, <laughs> she, she doesn't know what, she's, she doesn't play in competition. She wouldn't go and play unless I was going to play or like she, it's a social, we yeah. do it together and we love doing it together. And she's 16. So it's going to end because there are more important things going to happen. I'm not a stupid dad. I get it. Um, and uh, you know, it's a social thing, but sh why does she want to have a social thing? That's just like tied up in this outrageous feelings as a young woman of not really fitting in. Like, and that's the truth. She's like she's something that golf should be, desperately trying to nurture and grow but actually it's aggressively or passive it's fair to say more passive aggressively really telling her to just go away um and i think that's really sad and i mean what were the responses like lou to the seniors and red tees i mean i saw some there were loads of good like sometimes it's a bit easy on social media to like the the crazy comments sometimes shout louder in our heads, but there were plenty of good responses, weren't there? But there was, yeah. there was a few out there ones, wasn't there not? Was there not? Yeah, I think there was mix. I think it was more more positive than negative, which was which was good to see because you know the the whole reason the USGA started the Tee It Forward campaign is because there are far too many people playing a golf course that is far too long for their skill. Yeah, like you guys are both really good players you hit the ball a long way miles and you are able to <laughs> you know play a golf course a lot longer than somebody that's hitting a 220 off the tee which for the average male that that's a that's longer than what they hit it 217 is the is the average distance for male amateurs and I know you can look at it a few different ways and it, it changes depending on what you're looking at. But, you know, I, I've played with lots and lots and lots of men through the years and different groups I've been a part of at, at one course or the other. And many, many of them were hitting it 220 or less. And, yeah. and, you know, if you look at what the guidelines are from the USGA, if you're hitting it 220, you should be playing a golf course, roughly 5,800 yards. Um, and very few people are playing from 5,800 yards because of the, you know, the stigma that they've attached or that other people have attached to, you know, tees that, that are quote unquote, the, the women's tees or the senior tees. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a 30 year old man that's going to go out and shoot 115 from 6,300 yards. Um, and by golly, I paid my money. I'm going to play from there. Um, when it would be so much better for them, their enjoyment level, in my opinion, to play from 5,800, um, make the, it's a, it's an extremely difficult game. I don't have to tell you that I don't have to tell the listeners that and why make it more difficult than it needs to be. 
Um, that would be like me showing up and playing that course in Alabama, wherever you were from 8,400 yards. It's just, it would be, I would not score well playing from 8,400 yards. Yeah, You'd have a lot of fun though, but uh, yeah, I'm joking. I agree. I agree. <laughs> One thing that I used to talk about and say all the time, and this gets back to architecture too, though. And I do think that this is a, a, a problem now, whether or not it's something people are actually conscious of or not, I have no idea, but Golf courses are designed for the average man. They make sense at about 6,500-ish yards, again, plus or minus however many hundreds of yards. For women, when they move forward, the, the golf course doesn't really make a lot of sense sometimes because they're still hitting it out the same, but now the hazards are all in different spots. For the elite man, you can just move them back 70 yards, and the golf course still makes sense as designed. And so I, th I do think that one of the problems is oftentimes from much closer – the course and dog legs. So like, what is it? It's 200 to the corner and then still 200 to the pin. Like I do think that design is really hard to get it right across a wide range of players. Like one course might be awesome for one set and then just totally stupid for another one. And that's something that I talk a lot with about with my LPGA players. Like, you know what? Sometimes these dog legs are just in weird spots. And we had a, yeah. hole, a hole at my own old home course, number 15 at Bent three here in Dallas where, you know, it's from the back tees, it's probably 230 to the corner, which will leave you 170. And there's just no way to hit it further than that. Well, that's, it's literally would be like 150. I've never gone to the red tees there, but I bet it's 150 from the red tees to the corner to leave 170. And there's no way people that are, that should be playing that length tees can get it up and over the corner or anything. So like the hole just makes no sense. And I think that's a more prevalent problem than a lot of people would recognize. Um, yeah, there's always going to be those standout holes. I can think of a few holes where you, like you say, you hit it a maximum, say, 230 to then have 220 in. Like, that's just how... What, a what hole number was that? I'm curious. What hole, me, what hole number was it? Me. No, Scott. Number Scott. 15 at Ventry Country Club. 15. Uh, and again, Long if you did... Left if right you, over by the creek. <laughs> Base, yeah. Basically, the 220 second shot on a hole I can think of, like it just is. You can't make that shorter. So if you play off a forward tee, like you say, you're going to hit 150, then then have 220, which you still can't make. Um, just a little note for oh, people to finish. Go on. Those houses on the right would be in danger <laughs> with me in play. Those houses are pretty close on the right. You guys like building houses near golf holes. We did something oh, for yeah. a student of ours this week where we looked at the, each one of their holes. He, he's in Florida. Oh, my word. Uh, like me and Matt, who I work with, were looking at it and – he was literally thinking, audit that house, audit that house, that house must just get peppered. That I wouldn't live in that one, wouldn't live in that one. It's like did we did we talk? I forget, did we talk about last week? I was I was away and in, in somewhere else. Did we talk about the uh, the father son with the uh with the with the, uh, the the house hitting experience? Did we talk about that uh, I can't on the podcast? Remember if we did. I don't remember it. I I'm on a lot of pain meds still, but I'm getting off of my. Yeah. Uh, so there was a young kid. And I'm I'm down and I'm out of state. Um, I, I don't remember if we talked about this. I think we I might told the story. Have gone. Do it yeah, again. I way. like your story. So either, do it again. Yeah. Either way, um, uh, father and son, they both ended up hitting houses. Uh, the father hit two houses. It was hysterical. Uh, and and then and I tweeted about it and. Um, and then a few days later, um, I just, I blocked 180 yards, right? <laughs> I mean, off 
the map and just thunderously hit it too. I, it was, I smashed it and uh, I hit a house. Um, as soon as oh. I hit it, I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And these houses are so far from where you need to be. Like I was trying to hit a big giant hook and I just hit a straight, you know, 80 yard block, which oh. is typical for most people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the one that carries oh. about 295. <laughs> yeah. um, and it just missed the window. But here's the cool thing about it is it, it hit off the brick part of the house and it, and it ricocheted back and it ended up in bounce. Oh, it yeah. Entire That's... backyard and it ended up in bounce. So That's a quality uh, house hit shot. That. So uh, qual- yeah, interesting. So, I mean, I think the moral of this podcast is definitely think, just think about the tees you're playing off and think about the fun you're having is it would be a really good protocol. And obviously we, quoted some numbers there maybe compare them to what you how far you hit it and the length of course you play just a little footnote to finish on that as well if we take st george's with the opening happening as we film this podcast it's obviously over now but if the way the wind picks up at st george's i've played Lynx golf all my life like i have played i have played in a big tournament at a Lynx course up the road and i had a wedge into the first on day one and day two i couldn't reach it with a driver and a three wood that's what Lynx course does. And they did move the tee for that as well. As in, we were as far back for the driver and the wedge and it went pretty forward for the driver and the freeward not reaching. And St. George's will be no different. I'm looking at a hole at the minute. It's the fourth, which is 491 yards. If the wind was to blow in a certain direction that made that nearly unreachable, they don't want to. The, the guys not or any if there was women playing in the event or men and if it was a women's event or an event they don't want people or a massive portion of the field not being able to reach a par four in two because of just conditions of change and that's what will happen that i've played in rna events and they do move the tees they'll look at the forecast the prevailing wind hope it doesn't spin around which you can do on links courses as well for morning or afternoon and they'll move tees up and back subject like they do i mean lou said it in so many podcasts they quote the length of courses, Lou, but they very rarely play the lengths that are quoted, don't they, from week in, week out, because you actually see the lengths. Yeah, there. they generally play uh, um, usually shorter and, and oftentimes much shorter than what's on the on the scorecard. So playing length and scorecard length are, are very different. But that's yeah. just where every single argument that you get into, not you, I, everyone gets into on Twitter, you're just arguing against somebody who's giving you the most disingenuous interpretation of everything when they're just like oh are all courses are gonna have to be eight thousand yards eventually it's like they don't even they no. don't know it's it's they don't even play them at 7200 right now like we've just, got yeah. yeah we've got a little joke between me and a few guys who when that chain opens we tweet each or we text each other saying yeah but on a saturday if it's raining and it's 20 degrees and the wind's 20 out the east and my mum's calling and i've got one shoe on and then my hat falls off and my phone rings then that will happen it, it's, it's that isn't it it's that we so we make, sure. like we, we text each other versions of crazy like combinations of things that happen to make the argument stand up it's like Oh, like if you're that much of an outlier, yes, it's going to be complicated. But so, so bringing up the open, we're recording this. The first round is now complete. Go on. Um, anyone want to update their picks for Who's the? Who's my pick? You don't even know who my pick is. Have you written? You don't know. I, we we know Scott picked Bryson. It's just default. Yeah, Scott yeah, picked. I can't when we make major picks. Scott's like Bryson. <laughs> I can't remember who I picked. I actually, I actually don't think I would have on this one. I actually. 
You yeah, did. Right. Yes, all you picked every time. To be perfectly honest, what's what's great about me and my lack of watching golf, I literally haven't considered once who would actually win this golf tournament. There's nothing I could care less about. The trouble is, Lou, <laughs> you want us to pick now, and this is going to go out a week after the Open, so it'll make us look Yeah, even it's just between us. Um, it's just between us. I'm going to go with um, just between us, because no one really listens to this book. No one cares. Yeah. Um, oh, Morikawa, Colin Morikawa. Oh wow, he's he's a little little back. So Tied he's nine, three, three under, perfect start. Yeah. yeah, that's that's not bad. That's not bad. Who are you going for, Scott? Scott, he's going Bryson. Move <laughs> on to the next I, person. <laughs> I really. This yeah. is such a weird one because everyone's <clears throat> listening to this now, just shouting at us. No, pick Webb Simpson. Pick Webb Simpson. Hey, I'm good with that. <laughs> you know, I got to point out while you think, while you think up who you're going to pick, I, I, I tweeted this um, two days ago. Top five, and I only picked um, the people, the players that were in the open. Top five lag putters last two years, 30 feet or longer. And here's the list of the top five uh, Brant Snedeker, Mackenzie Hughes, Danny Willett, Jordan Spieth, Brendan Todd. Those are the top five strokes gained per putt uh, in lag putts, which I called 30 feet or longer. Um, Spieth is uh, second place at five under. Hughes is uh, T for T4 at, at four under. Yeah, um, and um, Danny Willett is at three under. And who else do we have here? And Brent Snedeker is at, for two under. He's at two under and Brendan Todd was two over. So those are four out of those five. So is um, Royal St. George's a, a lag putter's delight? Is it a lag putter's paradise? Well, links courses generally are, you, you, you're going to have a good amount of long putts, certainly if the wind blows, because you just can't get the ball yeah. close to the hole if the wind blows. It's Major just, championships gonna, are lag putter's paradise. Yeah. I yeah. Honestly, I will say. It, it keeps I, drying up. It's going to bounce, and then you've got drop-offs, and you putt from the drop-offs a lot as well. So, yeah. I will say I don't I don't think I still would have had the guts to actually say it, but Sink would have been on my short list. I mean, the guys oh, always you, the corporate, aren't you, Scott? I'm telling hey? you, dude, the guys playing so good, and we've, oh, we've emailed about Scott. Are you gonna? Oh, here we go. He Scott's gonna thank his sponsors. <laughs> we've emailed about this a little bit this week. His heads on straight. Yeah, he'll have he'll have a bad round next week, and he'll say this system sucks. I hope. Um, <laughs> Yeah, He's not Bryson. Bryson face is Bryce broke on it. Decade sucks yet. <laughs> so after after the first round, I'm going to go with Louis um, or or Jordan. Um, Which one? Or... <laughs> so basically, you pick the top two players there. Yeah, exactly. No, I I, uh, I think Louis is going to do it this week. I so. don't. I don't think he'll win. You don't think so? No, I don't. I honestly He's don't. on a heater. He is. He has been doing really well. Um, How did he do yeah. at the uh, – did, wasn't he right there at the Masters? Did he – Did he? PGA Championship. PGA? Yeah. He's having yeah. a year. He's having a year, isn't he? There you yeah. go. Stuart Sink tied four. You're right. Yeah, four under there. But apparently, according to the broadcasting company in this country, uh, one day it was interesting and a, a good system, Scott, and someone, they put him on and interviewed him and said it was a great system. And then the following day, one of the broadcasting people said, he's taking too long what are the what is he doing this is ridiculous what are all those numbers how could you even play with all those numbers in your head 
Oh, yeah. That that was fun to watch. Let's leave it there. Thanks, everybody. Luke, can you end this podcast with a thank you? I like one of your thank yous. Thanks for listening, everybody. And Lou is going to end the podcast with a... Thank you. <laughs> 